following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, sponsored by AkaiCon, August 26th through 28th at the Sheraton City Music Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. Go to AkaiCon.com now for more information and find out how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me, I have... The founder of ToonamiFaithful.com, Paul Destroy. And... And Samurai Darrell Maddox. And... Your wonderful beta monkey, Cole Burr. Yay, I have somebody to help defend me tonight. Not really. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah, Depends on a walk, because there's two things that occur today, and I'm annoyed with both. One I'll agree, and the other I'm annoyed at. Oh yeah, we do need to talk about that too. <laughs> when are you never annoyed? Wait, what? what ha- oh yes, yes. Yes. I didn't, we didn't report that, but you know, whatever. Well, we're reporting it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or rather, we will when we get to the news. But oh, we have our uh, usual recaps, so we should get rolling on those. Yeah. Give me one second, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and by the way, we're live again. <laughs> No, we're not. This is <laughs> yeah. all a dream. <laughs> this is nothing but an illusion. So, you guys, j- just real quick, we will see a lot of live, but we also will throw in some recorded as well, just so that way we can get the other people involved, especially Jim and Jen when we can. So, actually, we just don't like nobody no more. Because I mean, I don't even like Paul and Sketch, man. Oh God. What? Yes, you do. Shut what? up. What? <laughs> Just playing, day. I love you. I really hate all of us, Grillo, though. All right. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Oh, man. Paul was up there talking about the Braves today, man. Like, <laughs> dude, I hate you, man. We don't talk about sports ball on this podcast. Shut up, Allison. <laughs> so, uh, so, Sketch, what's up first? What was the One Punch Man recap? All right. So, I guess we'll get into that right now. One Punch Man, Episode 5, The Ultimate Master. In this episode, Saitama and Genos take the test to join the Hero Association, and they both pass uh, as far as the strength and skill tests go. They both pass with flying colors, like they obliterate those tests, particularly Saitama. But Saitama doesn't do so great on the written. (laughs) So... Inevitably, Genos gets ranked as a Class S hero. That's like top of the tier. Uh, he, I believe he gets rated that because they have an interview with him and ask him about the incident that occurred at the House of Evolution where he destroyed a freaking building in like one blast and left nothing. I said that, like the initials for that is Hover, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Saitama gets under the skin of one of the examiners who thinks himself a rookie crusher, not so unlike Tampa, and uh, 
the rookie crushes him, to say the least. <laughs> and also, uh, Genos meets a My Mask, who is uh, kind of top of the A class. And he has a certain air about him, and he's very popular, and he's, he's like a celebrity superhero, all things he's considered. A boy. He reminds me of Vega from Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. And the long-awaited match between Genos and Saitama. Well, it was a practice match, but Genos asks Saitama to go all out. And he does, <laughs> I guess. All five seconds. <laughs> Genos, totally impressive display, wonderfully animated battle, but it's nothing. He, he can't do anything to Saitama, and Saitama is about to hit him, and you just see Geno sense the power of the punch that's coming, and then Saitama, woof. All right, man, let's go. <laughs> so intense. And you just see Geno's hair all the way back, blown back by the power, and he's like, whoa. <laughs> okay, realization. I can't reach his power level. I have no idea why, but uh, no, no, there's, there's no way. <laughs> He's a freaking cyborg. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Saitama asks him, what's the point of you going through, like, physical tests if you're a cyborg? Couldn't you just give them your specs? <laughs> that would be That's right a annoying. valid point. I'm surprised Saitama brought it up. <laughs> well, again, it's, you know, the satire thing. Well, if we already know your power level, what's the point of doing everything? I don't know. We just have to. <laughs> I love the reaction of all the other people taking the tests. Like, it's a bunch oh, of shit, I'm out. BS. <laughs> exactly. And insert the one technically not as of yet aired obligatory DBC joke during that training scene or the uh, test. If anyone remembers which one I'm talking about. Hmm. Uh, Punching the. Uh, oh, yeah. Punch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, guys, remember, we can't like, use our full strength against this Vegeta. Boom. Damn it, Vegeta. <laughs> Vegeta, you had one job. Oh, Vegeta. Like one Punch Man. One Punch Man is so great. It's just... And then... Yes, <laughs> he's all like, hey, you want to have another contest? <laughs> Let's see who can eat the most. The cyborg can eat more. What? <laughs> Where does it all go? <laughs> I don't know. This show's crazy. I don't know. Maybe like Meet Dave? <laughs> with the hot dogs. Yeah. I, I, I just assume he has no taste buds. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, if he's a cyborg, I, I, I mean, how much of him is technically cybernetic? I mean, he could just be eating for the sake of eating and not actually need it. I don't know. Maybe his body, like, uses a complex system where it breaks it down into energy. So the real question we have is, does Genos poop? <laughs> Lick here. We were all if thinking. Mira, look here, if Mira took a poop, so can Genos. But she didn't poop. She just releases liquids. Hey, look here, dude. A robot who poops? Who knew? <sighs> this is going in the wrong direction. Shut up, Paul. This is, <laughs> look here, dude. This is a serious question right now. This is a serious <laughs> question. It's <laughs> very important to know if Genos can, in fact, poop. Uh, a, exactly, man. It's I'm very serious. Seriously, dude. 
If I had uh, known I was coming on here to listen to this. <laughs> Look here, man. There is nothing You should wrong. always assume that, Paul. Yeah, that's true, we, that's true. we have Darrell here. At some point, someone's going to say something that's going to ultimately lead to something like that. <laughs> that's true. Well, we haven't gotten to titties or the all, blue all, all, uh, all roads lead to poop. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's read some talkbacks. <laughs> Rob Barracuda writes in, Damn, Saitama demolishes these tests harder than Eric Andre demolishes the set of his show every week. Good point. Eh, good point. Except I like Simon, not Eric Andre. <laughs> <laughs> he asked your opinion. <laughs> Josh Knighton writes in, Wait, Whack-A-Mole is a determinant of who becomes a hero? They may as well be holding a test at Chuck E. Cheese. Hey, man, I like Chuck E. Cheese better than that pizza. If you think about it, isn't whack-a-mole just a good enough way to determine whether or not somebody has good hand-eye coordination and can follow multiple targets at the same time? Seems practical. All right. Uh, Toonami Gamer writes in, A My Mask is a Class A asshole. Yes, yes he is. I didn't even realize that was the guy's name. I couldn't even tell what they were saying in the episode. Yeah. Uh, okay, next one. Maestro Mitch wrote in, To hell with Michael Phelps. Saitama wins the gold all day, every day, 24-7, 365. Yeah. I wonder how well he swims. (laughs) These are the questions. I would assume he doesn't swim. He just runs on the water. That is probably true. I can totally imagine Saitama just casually running on the water. I, I could see both of them doing it, or or the very least, Genos would be using his his uh his uh glide ability. Just like, what was the one joke? I thought you flew. I I I, I don't have superpowers. I can't Genos. fly. People can't fly. Fly. Yeah. I'm just gonna put it like this, man. Saitama is bald and he is scope, dude. So his body is actually aerodynamically perfect for the water, dude. It like, should be like a ball head torpedo. Yeah, I bet he, I bet he can swim like. Uh, you can't can swim like a spur. Swim like a fish, I guess. <laughs> like a tadpole. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> assume, I, I would just assume if he swims, it's like. His bald head sticking out of the water. You're not even seeing his hand, and it just looks like a tor- it literally just looks like a a torpedo going right to the land. And then all all you see when he lands is a giant explosion. He gets up and wipes himself <laughs> off. I got some dirt in my special pants place. <laughs> uh, this show's great. I think that probably do it. I mean. It's, uh, oh, of course, we have to mention, they didn't censor the opi. Yay. I, <laughs> it's surprising, but I probably pinned that on whether or not anyone understood it. But eh, it's nice that they kept it in there and didn't just arbitrarily censor it. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, it's like uh, Stephen Colbert recently had this bit where he was showing like a diagram of frogs having intercourse because of some new position. And he's like, you don't even see anything. I think the only reason that they're censoring this on the air is because it says frogs having sex. So let's try something. 
we now have a scene of frogs tandem skydiving. Uh, and it's not censored! Ah, <laughs> uh, Colby. Uh, still funny. He has a whole new meaning to froggy style. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Shut up, Paul. If you Help me, please. You told him every other time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, that's a great bit. I wonder that. if you could call it the Sergeant Fro. Oh! Alright, I think it's time to move on. I'm never imagining frogs making that noise. <laughs> <laughs> Frog sex. Only here, ladies. <laughs> Yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah, great, great episode of One Punch Man, as always. It's it makes perfect sense that Saitama would not be like a high ranked hero because he's not like a plus material up <laughs> up in the head. So uh, obviously, <laughs> but it also shows that they maybe too heavily weight the intelligence. Maybe I don't know. Obviously, Saitama should be class S, or at least class A, or not C. But uh, apparently, he barely passed, and is, as he said, we passed, and that's all that matters. Exactly. Started from the bottom, and now we here. Yep. And uh, a little bit in there, um, uh, Mumin Rider apparently wants to remain the top B class hero. Was it B? I think it was B. Yeah, it was a B class. Yeah. For some reason, even though he could move up to A, he wants to stay the, the top ranked B. I don't Dude, he got punched it, out by it, friggin' it, hammerhead, man. Yeah, it must not take much to get to class A status. <laughs> I guess not. I mean, Moment Rider has heart, as as you will see in future episodes, but I mean, he's he's street level. <laughs> maybe maybe he wants to stay B because he realizes that he can't handle bigger threats. I don't know. But, dude, he's like the equivalent to kick ass, dude. He is. <laughs> or like that, uh, like that one guy who was a lot like kick ass in, oh, uh, Samurai Flamenco. He's he's pretty much Samurai Flamenco. <laughs> Only, yeah, yeah, close enough. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on to Gundam. All right, let's get into that right now. Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, Episode 10, A Letter from Tomorrow. Tekadin and the Turbines go on ahead to Earth, leaving Mikazuki and Yukinojo on the Saisei to complete the final adjustments on the Barbatos. Members of Tekadin receive video messages from their loved ones back on Mars. Meanwhile, the Izaribi is assigned a liaison from Tewaz, Miss Meribits, to oversee the vessel's activities during their long journey to Earth. This would be the woman who gave Orga a hanky while he was puking his guts out. <laughs> and also we get some backstory on Atra and find that she's 
pretty much was Hotchin before she ended up working for the store manager, who she meets through Mika when she finds Mika for the first time and he's eating something. He's like, I'm not going to share. I don't care how hungry you are. This is mine. Uh, that kid. He was adorable. And we also see uh, a little bit of backstory for Akihiro, showing that he has a brother, and that Takaki, another one of the members of Tekadin, one of the, uh, not like really young kids, but kind of the uh, mid-range age kids, and he wants to take on more responsibility, so he asks to go out on patrol with Akihiro, who initially is kind of like, I don't know if that's such a good idea, but then they realize they have the whole family thing in common is like all right all right i'll let i'll let you come out with me but of course this is a gundam show so they get attacked when they're out on patrol but they are saved by mika in the most badass way as the barbatos just woof, <laughs> awesome lots of curious. nice sound effects nice sound effects yeah yeah thank you thank you oh yeah Mm-hmm. Simmer oh. down Hey, look here, man. That is Bay, man. Don't you tell me to simmer down. Oh, I'm telling you to simmer down. <laughs> hmm. Hate you. We have children. I'm just bringing this up. Why must all the young kids' lives suck so much? I mean, sure, it's an intricate part of the plot, but goddamn. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and the latest in unhappy childhood stories. <laughs> <laughs> It's like just this like whole dear Lord. Just sad childhood stories. <laughs> Oof. It's just like, oh my God, really? How much more just horrible backstory can you add to this? Like, love of God, let someone have something for crying out loud. They have each other. That's that's the whole that's the whole thing. They found they found family through Tekadin. That's that's the whole thing about this show. And, uh, yeah, apparently, um, yeah, Kudelia's dad wants her dead. <laughs> yeah. Gundam, like folks. Gundam. <laughs> Horrible backstories and, pe- and family members who are willing to kill each other. And Kudelia's go. mother's Let like, it. you should come back, dear. What do you, you know you shouldn't be doing it. Blah, 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 blah. And Miss Meribits, who has such great chemistry with Orga. Uh, oh, yeah. It's very entertaining. You know, you know she wants some of that, man. And you gotta love that little conversation that they had. It was like, oh well, you know, family members are nice, but I wish I got a nice message from a pretty girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eugene, come back to me. And <laughs> the, the other guy is like, man, pff, whatever. I'm interested in the boobs that I can find, like right here. And he's like, no, that's not important, man. You know, like, love and compassion. <laughs> it's funny to hear Bryce say those things. <laughs> Look at you. When you've been on a spaceship full of dudes for the longest, man, you want to see a nice big set of tatas, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, I want to see more fucking Grimish Schnitzen. It does seem like uh, Eugene is a bit smitten with Meribits. <laughs> Who looks like a freaking politician. Like, the first time I saw that character, I was like, I don't want to make this comparison, but she kind of looks like Hillary Clinton in anime. <laughs> Only <Dude>. younger. 
dude. Even when Hillary was younger, she didn't look good, man. <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about, but it sure sounds smart. <laughs> and we also see that Orga's like not really like <laughs> experienced, I guess. <laughs> He's a cherry boy. <laughs> They're all cherry. <laughs> well, not some of them, dude. Yeah, not, not some of them. They got them. Like they like can acquire. I'm surprised like, they let that conversation go through. It's just like, wow, they actually just said all that. It's adult huh. strip, man. Yeah, I know, but this ain't Cartoon no, Network just... daytime anymore. I know. Right, this ain't your little brother. To... Yeah, but they're still sometimes subjected to the BSSBs. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Well, that's probably one of the reasons why it was rated TV-14, even though there wasn't really that much Dude, I knew about Boo at the age of nine, probably earlier. Yeah. But that was an interesting wow. conversation. Or was like, uh, I'm focused on ticketing. That's what matters to me. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, I don't know. I think, that, uh, I think that within time he might maybe have some interest in Maribet. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, dude, it's going to be that one fateful encounter where Oreo just breaks down and then Mary just wraps him on his back. Next thing you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't show that. That'd be a 13-5 incident. Oh, well, it's heavily implied, but we're not actually going to let you know about it. Yeah. Dude, it, it can be implied. We know what's going to happen. She's going to get the D. Hey, sometimes in Gundam they imply things, and other times they more or less show them like in Gundam Seed. And that did air on Cartoon Network. Hey, where are my pants? <laughs> you know what? I just thought about it, man. If she does get with Orga, man, does that mean she get the big O? All right. I think it's time for talkbacks. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Don't you tell me when it's time for talkbacks. But it's time for talk banks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know 0001 writes in, Barbatos like a savage destroys the enemy between the armor. Yeah. He knows where to attack. <laughs> Hit the little spots in between the armor where you can get something pointy in and kill people. Like, shouldn't more people fight that way? Enviro Blazer D writes in, finally back to action in Gundam IBO last week, but I'm sure Eugene and Shino enjoyed their action the week before more. Ha. The action we didn't see. <laughs> Rob Barracuda writes in, we could be just like the turbines. Oh, okay, Atra, I really need you to think about what you just said there. Well, she's, you know, she's into it. But for the first time in my life, a friggin' female character actually got the program. Yeah. Yes. Be like the turbines, dude. <laughs> Spread the love, man. Bunch of hippies. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a little bit of free space love. It's not sister-wise, buddy. Oh, gosh, Darrell, why you say these things? I I don't know, Bay. 
I think I think we all wonder that from time to time. Shut up, Paul. Nobody asks you anything. <laughs> Spencer's Weber writes in, Converting to space Mormonism will end your love triangle. Right. Got it. Exactly. Thank you, Spencer. Uh, Someone who else would get it. The fact that Audra came to that conclusion was just like, what? No, why stop, please? Dead. No, 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 dude. She had the right train of thought for that one right there. That means she can be wifey, dude, because she's down. Either I. Don't even answer, Cole. It's fine. <laughs> I, that's right. Just give it up, Cole. Dark Miser writes in. This episode of Gundam IBO was hard to watch because it was so sad for Atra, and I'm not going to read the rest of that. Yeah. Up your ass for that last point coming, you jack And Mar24364E8. Man, seriously, get a better name. <laughs> I really hope Jesus. Akihiro and Takaki don't die next week. Yeah, that would that would be unfortunate. And I'm also not going to read the end of this. <laughs> All right, so I have to address this. Uh, I already addressed it on Twitter today, as as some people saw. But I know that people dislike that Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans isn't more beloved by various people who watch Toonami. But here's the thing. You're not being a good ambassador to whatever show that you like if your response to haters is, you're stupid, you don't get it, you're just an idiot, and I don't like you. Even if you say that jokingly, I mean, it's it's hard to really read people's intentions on the internet, so just don't be assholes about it, okay? Like, we yes, we, we know fought. Jen and Allison don't care for this Gundam series, and they gave their reasons why, and if you don't like it, tough, but they don't have to like Gundam IBO, and we're not going to force them to. Exactly. I didn't force nobody to like Bleach. Yeah. Exactly. And we sure well, never forced anybody to like SAO. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, kind of, Jarrell, you kind of did threaten people a little bit. Dude, man, it's just part of what I do, man. <laughs> Dang. At the end, dude, I even ripped Bleach apart, man. And I love it. Criticize what you love is the ultimate fan. <clears throat> yes. Exactly. If you can't criticize I mean, what you love, I mean, then you you probably are You're aren't. a blind zealot. <laughs> yeah, stop it. I mean, look at how... Look here, dude. I love Paul Adele, man. Look at how bad I abuse him. Yeah, everybody here. What difference does that make? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shut up, Data Monkey. Yeah. I guess, so, I guess not before we go any further in this, it's not everybody's going to like every show. And if if they don't really want to comment on these shows when they're actually on to talk about them, it's fine. You know, don't, don't make a big deal about it. Exactly. Everybody likes different things for different reasons. It's just like drinking white and brown liquor. So I'm preparing white, so I'm preparing brown. Me, I prefer anything that gives me lit. Man, you broke up so bad right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. God damn it, man. You're breaking up worse than Colt usually does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, man. That's There's a new Cylon in town. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I didn't think my, my mic was breaking up. I mean, if it was, hell, I didn't even realize it. Yeah, oh, man, maybe man. sometimes. 
I think something's going on with the internet. I'm gonna call a call the cable company, man. Probably somebody might be trying to pick somebody well, might be trying to piggyback off me again. Probably. Oh, those dirty rats. Mm-hmm. A man's Wi-Fi signal is sacred. <laughs> or have a really good password. Yeah. Oh no, it's locked up real good. Trust me. I think somebody may have did what they did last time. You know, when you be stealing cable around the neighborhoods and stuff. Patching. Yep. Shame, shame, shame. Another reason why I don't condone piracy, people. I pays for my shit. Indeed. Well, let's continue on to this week on Toonami. And the miscellaneous talkbacks. First from Benjamin Padjohn regarding DBZ Kai. Tanks have no speed stats, Trunk. Come on now. Fair points. Trunk should have known better. <laughs> All that power, but not enough speed. That's what she said. I, I don't think it is. <laughs> Josh oh. Knighton wrote in, I'm going to bet that this was the easiest day of recording for Goku and Trunk's BAs. Okay, give me Bean Burrito Constipated Yell. Okay, action. Hey, dude, bean burrito constipation is not nothing to joke about. Yeah, that's you need some of that cheese sauce from Taco Bell to, you know, all roads yeah, lead tack, to poop. Tack Bell will mess your stomach up, dude. Like, literally, I punished myself for, like, three weeks, man, on it because that's- I lost a bet with a friend. He's like, every time you go to lunch for the next three weeks, you got to go to Taco Bell. Oh. Or Tack Bell, like all that. Taco Bell's good. Yeah, Shut up! Too much of it is not good for you. Like, hey, hey, I'm not. I'm not even question. talking about health. I'm talking about, you know, poop. <laughs> you mean the cleansing? <laughs> the cleansing. Dude, it was like the purge. Dude, the purge was going on in my yeah, on, uh, <laughs> It's like, so how's that uh, diet going? Oh, I'm on the Taco Bell cleanse. Does that mean you're not exactly gonna eat Taco Bell? No, that that means I eat strictly Taco Bell until there's nothing left in my intestines. Dude, <laughs> they're gone. I almost thought that my sphincter was destroyed because of Tag Bell. <laughs> That's pleasant thought. We're so scatological today. I know. <laughs> it's a little frisky because he's live. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. Toonami Gamer writes in regarding Hunter Hunter. Gone finds a wild Hisoka with CP of over 9,000. That was a cool. I knew I got one. Josh Knighton with a doubleheader for Hunter Hunter. Gone out here hunting for badges like he's trying to be the very best like no one ever was. <laughs> That's better. Yes, yeah, a little bit better. I think Josh put some hot sauce on that. Way to go, brother. Hisoka has now earned the title of Eternal Douche Canoe, previously held by Holland from Eureka's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's an eternal douche canoe, but he's a he's he's a complicated character. I don't know, man. This show just said it's okay yet again to punch little kids. <laughs> So oh, what you're saying is... Okay to punch little kids. <laughs> In anime. Yeah. Go get the belt. Life and death situations do not allow for kindness. He goes... He, he, ah, can't talk. He, he goes... So that is just like, you know what? I'm just going to kill whatever I can find. 
hilarious. I have okay. to quell it by looking at this tree all night. <laughs> you th you think maybe he found a hole in that tree? <sighs> I'm, I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> by the way, by the way, does Gon even still have the badges? Because yes, you know, he, he, he goes. I gave him back. He did, but then he just like beat the shit out of him. <laughs> No, okay. he beat the shit out of him first. Yeah. Or no, and then he gave him back, if I remember correctly, because then he was knocked completely on his ass, and he told him, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll care about you when you can actually hit me in the face. Yeah, yeah, that is that is exactly what he told him. But, but I guess that means, like, he has, like, a special spot for him or something. I don't know. He, no, he, 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 he was wants a, to let he, the fruit rise. him. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. fancies going. He heavily fancies the boy in a yeah. very creepy way. Yes. <laughs> because Gung has potential to be a very strong fighter down the road. So we could right. say he doesn't he want to snuff him out now. He wants to wait until the boy has grown in strength, but maybe not matured too much. He wants the perfect combination. So, so would, would we say that? Pretty much, he knew that Gone was there the whole day, uh, the whole time. Oh, he yeah. absolutely knew. No, no, he, he, you know, he, he, he actually admitted that he had, he didn't sense his bloodlust because he Gon hid his bloodlust behind his. Ah, uh, yeah. He, he actually says that because when he get when he hooks his badge, it, that was the moment where it was like, okay, now you need to run. Don't stand there, just run like a bastard. Catch <laughs> you, just run like a bastard. And then he gets poisoned, loses his badge, and then the other guy gets killed by Hikosuke because he's just like, yeah, no. Oh, no, no. It, it was, hi, thanks for finding the guy that I needed to kill. Here's your badge back. And Gon was like, no, I don't want it back. Take it back. And no, punch. And now you're going to take it back. <laughs> exactly. Take the badge, boy. Time to eat your breakfast. If you get up from this, you can have the badge. <laughs> Sorry, I had to talk about Hunter Hunter a little bit. I, I like this episode. It was a good episode. I, I liked how uh, Karapika negotiated Yes, I like that, Ahsoka. too. <laughs> and Gohan's like, like, oh, man, what if the next guy negotiates? This could be a problem. That that was quite funny, though. He's just like, he's like, okay, we're going to give you a badge that's worth one point. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to leave. What do you think of that? And he's like, eh, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> You know, Hisoka's not completely stupid at times, no, man. No. But he totally could have, you know, dismantled both of them and taken all the badges if he really wanted to. I don't but know. It's... he also liked them a little bit, just yeah. not as much as Gone. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he really had anything against them, so I don't think that he's no. trying to target them, so to speak. But I do think that, like, he will eventually at some point. Mm. But once you get down to like the final rounds of these tuning or hunter exams, you're going to eventually have people fighting people. I mean, th th this can only literally end in like every other stereotypical fashion. Okay. Now we're done to like the final 10. Everyone beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Something basically like that. Oh yeah. Good, good episode of hunter hunter. Uh, actually, actually a really good block this week overall. I mean, Shippuden had a good fight with uh, Sasuke and Deidara. I was like, 
What's coming out of his hands there? <laughs> yeah, I'm that just going to throw it out there. I mean, we should have a promo for it, for the fight coming up. I'm just saying. Huh? That leads into some of our other talkbacks. It makes sense, but let's let's keep doing that, the talkbacks here. Uh, are you talking about Shippuden? A fight yeah. coming up in Shippuden? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it makes sense. I mean, this is this is a big fight in Chippenden. Why not have a promo for it? Hmm. It's not like you've had a promo for it at all. They did have a promo. It was a shared promo, but it was a promo yes. nonetheless. Tsunami promotes all of its shows really every every time they do like a lineup promo or one of their music videos or you know whatever. They promote it in various clips and bits. Yeah, which, and I think the music videos lately have uh, used a lot more ship it in. I just, you know, the, my only thing with this, and I'm not going to go into this because we'll be here all night, but, like, my only thing, I, I do agree with some people that they should have done a ship it in promo. They should have done one by now. Right, and just the only reason why is because they did one for One Piece after the fact, and, you know. Yeah, they gave One Piece an arc promo. Right, so if they're going to do one for One Piece, they should do one for Shippuden. I'm just throwing that out there. You know, I'm not saying that they have to, but, you know, fair is fair. I mean, One Piece is, doesn't get as much viewers as Shippuden, so... Well, you know. One Piece always airs after Shippuden, so that kind of plays into that. But that's neither here nor there. Here's some Shippuden talkbacks. Yeah. First from Rob Barracuda. This, this is art, but it doesn't have Squidward's nose on it, so it can't be art. <laughs> Alrighty then. Allison writes in, The only time when I think Shippuden is not a bad episode is where Naruto and Sasuke's harem isn't in it. How ironic. <laughs> I know, right, Allison? Hey, you gotta have some big boobs somewhere in there, but neither Sakura nor Eno has them. <laughs> True. Oh, but Granny Tsunade. And Hinata. Oh, yes. And Anko. Or <laughs> Anko is always a good thing. All right. Dark Anime Night writes in regarding One Piece. Usopp's negativity is so strong, poor Perona is affected. Now, that was freaking funny right there, man. That was the best thing they could have done with Usopp. I just have a negative personality. You, I, Okay, fine, I'll, 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 I'll take that one. It's the I logical mean, explanation to all of his superpowers, his negative personality. Makes perfect Everyone sense to me. That was, that was like the I, moment when Usopp's like, that's my secret, Captain. I'm always negative. <laughs> I can have every bone in my body, every bone in my body broken. Negative personality. I'm immune to pain. <laughs> you know, oh no, he feels pain. <laughs> but he powers that was through the it. to the backlash wave. Yeah, uh, it took that for Perona to actually apologize to Kumasi. Ah, <laughs> uh, poor Kumasi. <laughs> <clears throat> They gotta get to uh, crashing that wedding, though, because that ain't right, bro. That that ain't... <laughs> like how Nami's body, like, keeps dodging the kiss. I don't know, man. 
Stop stop shaking everything, dog on it. Ah. This is my one moment. What the hell's going on? Well apparently the ores is going complete shit. I don't give a fuck. Shut him up. <laughs> he breaks off a piece and... of building to make a hat. <laughs> now I got a hat. I could be king of the pirates. This is uh, why you don't put the stupid people inside the monsters. Yeah, that was probably not a good idea. <laughs> but it does work for our amusement. It does. Yes, and uh, related to things that aired during the commercial breaks of Toonami, Josh Knighton wrote in, I just saw a Crunchyroll commercial featuring Mob Psycho 100. A sign of things to come, maybe? Dear God, I hope so. Well, it's actually it's actually playing in the first look. For those of you that go to like a Regal or a Cinemark or an AMC, really? So yeah, it's it's actually it's actually commercial. Crunchyroll uh, got that money. <laughs> yeah, I, I was surprised too. Oh, I'm sitting yeah, there and all of a sudden I see in the screens in the lobby a Crunchyroll commercial. I'm like, hmm, okay. Crunchyroll, please hire me. Nope. Nice, very nice. Um, I saw the HR journalist job open. <laughs> Oh, jeez. I heard HR janitor. No, generalist. Okay. Uh, and uh, there was a game review. Yeah? Yeah, there's a game review. It's up on uh, .com. Go. Yes, it is. Uh, Song of the Deep? Yeah. Song of the Deep. That was it. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. That that brings us to the news. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. So first on topic is uh, Bleach ended. Yeah, 15 years, it finally came to an end, and uh, people don't really like the ending, except for uh, Ichigo Orihime shippers. They won the 15-year war. <laughs> Dude, we knew that was happening, man. Not once did Ichigo have an endearing moment with Rukia, man, that could lead to that. Yeah. Besides, Rukia should be with Renji, right? I think she should be with Renji. Dude, they, they grew up in the Rukon district together, man. You know that was going to happen. The, I mean, the only girl who really got man. shafted here is Tatsuki, man. Tatsuki. It's okay. Maybe she'll end up with Ichigo's stupid friend. Keep on getting a new name all the time, man. Is it just Kago? Kago? Yeah, yeah, that's it, Kago. I couldn't remember his name for the life of me today. It's like, well, damn. That up. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. You know, I am the resident bleach, the resident bleach expert. So, yeah, so Rel, what, what did you think of the ending? Eh, it was all right, man. You know, it left some, it left a couple of holes, but you know, overall, I'm satisfied. Dude, after 15 years, dude, it really needed the end. Are you, are you just saying the, that the bleach ending was a bit hollow? Yes, oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, God. I couldn't resist. No, yeah, no, no. apparently. 
So there was supposed to be a big announcement when Bleach came to an end, and the announcement is Bleach is getting a live-action movie in Japan opening in 2018. Stupid. I'll be there for you. Okay. Stupid. Shut up. You know, Warner Brothers if, optioned a Bleach movie, like, years ago, and we still haven't seen anything on that. No, 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 we do not need Warner Brothers touching it. Eh. Uh, I mean, I, I think they could probably make a good Bleach movie live action in Japan. No. I think they yeah, could. They can do it in Japan. Warner Brothers would watch it, dude, and that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm not talking about Warner Brothers. I know. I don't think Warner Brothers is at all involved with this, though. Warner Japan does do get involved in movies, so... Hmm. I don't know. Well, in a Full Metal Alchemist movie, we may as well just accept the fact that Blades is getting one, too. Everything is getting either a movie or a show these days, and it's just like... Yeah. Please stop. (laughs) Maybe we need to get a Toonami Faithful podcast anime. (laughs) That would be great. Oh, God, that would be terrible. <laughs> Why? The uh, things that would come from your character, Jarrell, I don't even want to fathom. Mm. What, man? I'm talking about seriously. It could be like yeah, office my... comedy. <laughs> bar comedy. <laughs> I, I like to say, oh, yeah, every scene could take place at a bar. I'm talking about, like, seriously. Yeah, every other scene is Darrell getting carted out. Well, there actually was this show called Seiyu's Life, and part of it was they had a podcast... And, and they would do a podcast as, like, part of their career. And it was like, yeah, it's, it's a show about making a podcast. That's, <laughs> there's other things to it because it's all about a, you know, a voice actor who also becomes an idol. And it's kind of, you know, everything is kind of touched on within that show. It's a good show. I liked it. I don't think we'll like ever get dubbed, which makes me sad. I like to think of my life sometimes as Detroit Middle City. Uh, hmm. Two different personas at times. <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> Didn't remove the mask and put on the face paint. Let's and just move into the even. next. Yeah. And wait, wait, wait. Let me let me reference the chat real here. And no, Josh, sketch will not be voiced by Vic Mignana. <laughs> According to Jim, sketch should be voiced by Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Yes, I uh, I do not find Jim's impressions of me endearing. For oh. <laughs> I guess Patrick Sykes can do my voice, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Patrick Sykes doing your voice. I love it. <laughs> uh, because nobody voices a black guy like Patrick Sykes, right? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that kind of leads into our next topic, which is Sword Art Online related. <laughs> it's getting a live action television series. Everything gets a live action thingy. It, yeah. So here's the details here Skydance Television, an American independent production company, has acquired the global live action television rights for Sword Art Online from Katakawa. The company plans to fast track the launch of a live action television series. Uh, Laeta Kologiridis, who worked on Avatar, I, I believe the James Cameron Avatar, and Terminator Genesis, is writing the script and executive producing, along with David Ellison, Dana Goldberg, and Marcy Ross of Skydance. Uh, also, the, uh, the writer also penned drafts for the live-action Battle Angel 
Alita, which never happened, and the Ghost in the Shell films. Huh. I wonder if she... Or... Yeah, I wonder if that person actually was involved in the currently being produced Ghost in the Shell film. I, I don't think so. Unlikely. Well, we'll see. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, she mentioned for years she's been inspired by the inventive and masterful storytelling of the SAO franchise. Masterful storytelling. Well, I think Colt would agree. <laughs> Define as incentive and masterful. I'll give the guy credit for actually creating an uh, MMO that actually makes cohesive sense. I mean, again, when you have a company that's going to be making a VR experience based in Minecraft, it's like, you know, sure, the guy may not actually play games, but he's got some pretty good basics on it. I mean, the only issue is little too heavy on the sexual assault. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. So Skydance Interactive is also planning on a Sword Art Online virtual reality experience after the television series. Skydance Media's CEO Ellison said the company is planning a full-scale and wide-ranging set of live-action franchise extensions across our business verticals. So they're aiming to make this kind of a big thing, which is interesting. I mean, of all the Just horses to bet on... <laughs> Just get the right people to do the things you're doing. If you're going for the VR experience, get a good VR company and a decent game company. Yeah. I don't care who, just don't don't half-ass this crap. Again, Minecraft's a good basis for a VR game. Just don't fuck it up. Oh, it's going to get fucked up. Don't worry. The thing is, a lot of people are like, uh, don't, don't make this. It's going to be awful. But I honestly think they could potentially make it better than the anime if they go off script a bit. <laughs> off script. You could pull from the progressives. There's enough material out there that they, 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 they don't have to follow the anime one bit. Heck, I mean, even the video games never follow the anime. The general concept of Sword Art Online, I think, is pretty good. Yes, Interesting. It's, it's, very, it's very, very good. It's just once you delve into the more intricacies of the plot it's like okay there's the conflict resolution at least for what we've seen is sexual assault yeah. except in Ayn where that ends on a not bland note but it's kind of like predictable it's actually possible that people would like this show more if Kirito is not involved at all <laughs> oh I could see them pulling the uh, the uh, girls edition stuff where it was just the uh, female characters going on side quests hmm or somebody that we don't know about that was doing stuff in the background. Yeah. They could create a whole new character arc. I mean, who knows? I mean, oh, yeah. they totally it, could. It, it, it's an MMO. <laughs> Do what you want to. Just don't fuck with the basic concepts. I mean, you could probably even argue that somebody in America was playing the game. So you don't even necessarily have to whitewash the Japanese I'm trying cast. to remember if it was Japanese only with the anime or not. I don't think it was. I don't remember. I think you're right. I don't believe it Plus, was. Plus, uh, Sugo had that whole thing about um, manipulating people's minds within uh, Fairy Dance, which had well, related back to some U.S. He was ball. being. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. What it was was once he once he completed the technology, he was going to sell it to the U.S. government. The problem was that it only revolved around the nerve gear headgear, which had been deemed too dangerous and was obsolete by the time he was done. So his whole plan was bumpkiss anyways. Ha! Uh, of course he fails. Yes. <clears throat> really good villain. I mean, you have to hate him. 
Especially well, at the you end, you definitely like, have to hate him. Have so to hate him. If that was the goal, I, I think they succeeded. <laughs> okay, so some directly tsunami related news. We just found out today, or maybe it was yesterday, uh, I didn't find out until today, that the free lunch is over, everybody. Uh, you can no longer watch the most recent tsunami broadcast on Sunday, the following Sunday, or the following Friday. Now those will be behind by four weeks, which is useful to nobody, really. <laughs> Insert long bleep right here from me. Yeah, so people who couldn't watch Toonami because they didn't have cable, who were using the stream to be able to keep up with the block, can't. You just lost a lot of good options, and uh, yeah. Um, I, I, you know, maybe, maybe this has something to do with what we're going to talk about in the topic. So I think I'll relate back to that once we get to the topic. Maybe, but I don't think so. But for a while now, Paul keeps bringing up this concept that they should have more streaming. And I agree, they should have more streaming. <laughs> Currently, we're Doesn't thinking help. more streaming would be good. And well, no, 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 all no. Like, um, we're gonna dial it back. Actually, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. No, no. What, let, what me, let me let me continue. So you you talked about making like essentially tsunami Jetstream modern version, making use of the rights of all of the shows that they have on hand, and maybe even getting more shows that they could exclusively have the dub rights to in order to stream them, you know. And I, I love that idea. The problem with that is they don't really have the infrastructure to do it. Uh, I don't know how many employees Crunchyroll has. I was kind of hoping to get that information from Miles, but I'm assuming a pretty, pretty big amount of employees involved right. in Crunchyroll. And for Adult Swim to really bolster their streaming like for all of their shows, they probably need a lot more staff in that department, and I doubt that they really see the value in doing it, which is unfortunate because they're still kind of stuck in the past, so to speak. Yes. Focusing yes, very much. almost entirely on the broadcast, which makes sense because, you know, they're a broadcaster and television is their biggest thing. But there's clearly the avenues for, for streaming. But at one point, Adult Swim was like, eh, we'll just put these shows on Hulu or Netflix. So that's what they did with their own shows. But, like, for these exclusive anime rights, like, Netflix can't have the dubs of Attack on Titan or Kill a Kill or Sword Art Online 2 because Toonami still has the rights to them. And they're not really making use of those rights. And it's frustrating oh. to people who actually want to watch those shows dubbed particularly the Aniplex shows, which, you know, cost an arm and a leg to exactly. buy. Exactly. And, you know, that's, you know, when they st when they first do started doing the stream, if I remember correctly, it every single day was a different show. So, no, you know, it was, was the it same show all week, but they played like an entire series over the course of a week. Was it? I thought. I thought there was at one point there was like that was the original plan. They were going to do a different show every day, but that never. Well, happened. that's right. That got scrapped. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. They you're were, right. Instead of because they were going to do a different show every day, starting with Attack on Titan, and then they were going to go to like DBZ and Michiko and Hachin and some other Sao too, but they didn't end up doing that. They just stuck with Sword Art Online throughout the week, and gradually they got to the point where they were 
airing half of a show over the first two days and the other half of the show over the next two days. Right. And then uh, they stopped doing that after a while and just did shorter marathons, which was a bummer because it was nice to be able to get through the whole show because they don't offer all of these episodes at the same time. Right. Which makes trying to watch them on adultswim.com not very useful unless you're just catching right. up on a few episodes. Well, so what I was saying, just to clarify, you know, have these shows that they have the rights for that are just sitting around doing nothing. Yes, have them do some kind of Toonami jet stream thing. But the shows that are currently playing on Toonami now or whenever this service would be in place, if this was to ever happen, you know they would play those shows and then they would go in the stream once the whole show is played. Okay. Right. That's where I was. That's what I was saying. Um, but you know, I honestly think that if they don't have the infrastructure to do that, then they should pick, they should do each and every week instead of playing one show all week. Why not take, okay, ghost in the shell, you play the whole series through. So say from Monday uh, to whatever time on Tuesday and then, you know, to play the whole thing through. Um, then, you know, IGPX, Attack on Titan. I think they still have Kill the Kill. They do. Uh, you know, so and you get the point what I'm saying here. Then you're using these and people can see these again. Because that's what, you know, th that is a point. People want to see these. So I love how we got onto this topic, but, you know, it's it's something that I think that Toonami should definitely explore. And, you know, it, it's kind of funny you said that they're living in the past. When Toonami was on the air on Cartoon Network, they were actually starting to try to go into the future. And it, did, it didn't turn out as well as they wanted it to. But had they done it now, I think it would have done a lot better. You know, um, because if you remember, there were shows that were just exclusively on Jetstream. Some of them actually made it onto TV, but some of them were just on Jetstream. Jetstream. So, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you've done this before, kind of. Why not try it again? You know, you might as well use the rights. You paid the money for them. Why not do it? You know? Yeah, I think I mean, that they absolutely should, especially if they're going to... I mean, further limit the rebroadcast. Unless you're going to go back to a six-hour block, which we know is not going to happen, then really use these rights. Use them. You might as well. If you're not going to do a six-hour block, which I think that they might actually have enough in there now to do that, not for a long period of time, mind you, but you know, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, they do have enough shows to do it. Right. So, I mean, they could go back and do that if they wanted to, but if you're not going to then use the rights. You have them. You might as well use them. Makes sense. So uh, Earlier today on Twitter, Brian Yacker had an interesting thought that maybe they should try like having a an extension of Toonami, like four shows every weekday, like the old Toonami, where they, they post a schedule and then those are the shows that they play all week and they play a different episode every day, so it's like you used to watch Toonami. You mean, I would love that. I think that would be awesome. On the stream or on Adult Swim? On the stream. Okay. Well, that, that was not I, go I think, crazy. No, no, no. That's not go crazy. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think that, that that's not a bad idea. 
I am you know, all for that. I mean, that would be a great, great way because marathons are cool and all, but sometimes you don't have the time to sit there and watch no. the whole freaking marathon. But you might be able to carve out the time to watch two hours of shows well, back to back to back, and right. they could be rerunning Attack on Titan, Kill a Kill, Space Dandy, Cowboy Bebop, all those Maybe shows. Maybe bag. Yeah. Champloo, Michiko and Hachin, they still have that. They still have SAO2. Right. All those shows. They don't even have to just do, like, Ghost in the Shell and IGPX, which they're going to have forever. <laughs> or Samurai Jack. And they really should be rerunning Samurai Jack in some capacity, but I guess it's on Hulu. Yeah. Right. I really would like to see them bolster their streaming, but like I said, I just don't think they have the capacity to do it, or rather they don't intend to have the capacity to do it. Maybe they should hire a third party to do it, but I mean that's a I whole mean, another business. Like Tsunami Jetstream, I believe, since it was a co-venture between Viz and Cartoon Network, I think maybe Viz handled a lot of that stuff, and maybe they don't now. Like Funimation wouldn't really want to do this because they have their own service. Sentai has their own service. I mean, I guess Viz might maybe want to do Jetstream again, maybe. But I I don't know. And if they did, they wouldn't necessarily want to work. Well, I mean, I think, I think Neon gonna... Alley did have shows from Funimation, technically. I think uh, if they're going to do something like this, I think, like this, I, think like this, I think Crunchyroll would probably be the best place to do it. It would get more exposure, I think. But there again, all the companies that they have the rights with would have to agree to this, too. So... Uh, yeah, and Crunchyroll doesn't have DBZ Kai. They don't have One Punch Man. So they they don't have all of those shows. So they can't but, you know, really do that. It's just, you know, but but okay, let, let's let's move on to the topic because we're, we're spending too much time on this. I don't know. I think yeah. this is an important discussion. But yes, I, I would love to see them add more to their streaming. I think at the very least, they should be putting these shows up in they the complete shows up for a limited time to be able to stream them, even if it requires a cable login. But even the cable login episodes, it's not all the episodes, which seems ridiculous to me. And maybe there's some That's kind nice. of contractual obligation not to have the entire yeah. show up. But if they can stream the entire show in a week, why can't they make them on demand? Wasn't there supposedly something between them and Hulu about like, them doing a live stream Cartoon Network and Adult Swim stuff. I thought that came up a couple yeah, weeks they, ago. Yeah, they did do stuff. They, they The other, like, the original shows are on Hulu, um, but there's nothing like... I thought they made a more recent announcement about that, where it was like they were going a bit more deeper with that, where it was like they were almost gonna... I don't know. I, 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 I thought... I don't I think so. More on that. But Hulu Free is coming to an end. <laughs> Moving to Yahoo View. That's where all your anime is. So it's basically Hulu. Yeah, it basically is Hulu. I don't know. Like, it seems like all that stuff's still hosted on Hulu, so I don't... I know. Whatever. Here it was. All right, so topic time. Yeah, so... I guess I should start. uh, (laughs) With the, the most recent two months of ratings, some people are thinking that maybe Toonami should actually move back to Midnight's. So, we're going to talk about that. Now, let, let's preface right now, the ratings this week shouldn't even be a factor. 
they're up against the Summer Olympics. Considering that, they did really well. So I'm just going to put that out there. Now, Paul, so, you have the floor. Yeah, so I guess I guess since you made this a topic, I guess I and I put it up on Twitter, I might as well start this off. Um, so usually when I measure things, I usually do things in about two to three month increments because you can't really jump on this ratings bandwagon, so to speak, if you don't actually see what they do. You know, there's some people after three episodes of some show go, oh, it's got to get moved back or it's got to get thrown off the block. No, 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 no. Um, let me let me preface this by saying, first of all, I'm not when I say this, I'm not saying that Toonami's going to die. So if anybody thinks that's what's what I'm where I'm going with this, that's not happening. Um, also, I'm not saying that any show should be kicked off. OK, I don't think any show that's on the block right now should be kicked off. As a matter of fact, I think this is one of the best blocks that they've had in a long time i agree with sketch on that um but the thing that colt and i know colt can back me up on this uh kind of alluded to he did it a little bit early he did it earlier than i did but um was that when we moved the block up from midnight to 3 30 a.m to 11 30 to three o'clock um what happened was is it seemed like the ratings moved with them. So they were, they're kind of in the ballpark with the exception of, I think at least two weeks. I know it was definitely one, maybe two, um, where the ratings were pretty much the same as if the block was at midnight to three 30 AM. Um, and for me, you know, I see that and I go, you know, why did we move this up? If this was going to be the ratings now, that being said, if Adult Swim doesn't care about that, which I highly doubt that, at least I know Turner probably cares about that, um, you know, it's a matter of time before they go, well, you're not doing anything in the 1130 time slot. We need to move you back again. You know, um, we've seen them do it. Trust me, two years ago uh, in February coming up. Oh, God, that's when the panic button came out. Um, <laughs> and the bottle of booze. And the bottle of booze, yes. Um, <laughs> I think that's the first time me and Sketch kind of like went, what the fuck is going on? Like, what? It, what? <laughs> um, but the reason I bring this up is because, you know, at a, it seems like on a consistent basis when it was at midnight to 3.30 a.m., which, you know, at first, I didn't like myself. It was doing at least three shows at over a million viewers, the first three shows, and sometimes four, maybe even five. That's kind of where I liked it. It was more of like a comfort to me because, yeah, you know, I look at the total ratings. Other people look at the household. Other people look at, you know, um, I think it's just household adult 18 to 49 or whatever that that rating is. You would. I think that's household. Am I right about that sketch? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. But um, so, you know, I, I, I don't see that with where they've moved up to. Now, when I say moving back to midnight, I don't say doing that right this second. Like tomorrow night it should be changed or next weekend it should be changed. I'm saying, number one, One Punch Man has to be done before that does that. Number two, um... I don't 
I don't even really want to go with. See, see, the problem is, is we don't know what's what's going on with DBZ Kai, and I think that's where I'm kind of like, well, when should we do this? Because here's the thing. Okay, you have obviously you have Dragon Ball Z Kai, um, and it probably will have Busaka. We don't know that for sure. Um, there's also this mysterious idea that Funimation is holding on to this announcement about Dragon Ball Super, you know? So we don't know if that's a possibility out there either. I don't think they would do it that soon. But, you know, I'm really looking at what happens with that first time slot before even moving this block. You know, maybe Cole disagrees with me, but... I want to know what's going to happen with DBZ Kai before any movement's made because yeah, at that point it's kind of stupid to move it back. If you have a Dragon Ball super or a Dragon Ball Z Kai Boo saga, you know, obviously that, you know, that's going to garner more ratings because it's new in the sense that it's a director's cut that nobody's listened to or Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball super where you've never seen that in the American market yet. So, you know, there's that. And then the other thing that I wanted to talk about too, along with this real quick was, and I was kind of talking to Colt about this on Twitter is this DBZ group. Now I'm not, I'm not hating on Dragon Ball Z Kai or Dragon Ball Z. I love that show. This does not take away the love from that show. It just takes away from the fans that watch this show consistently week after week after week and then drop off. We're talking a 300,000 to 500,000, like half a million viewers in some points. Whoa, 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 it's never quite that much. But yeah, 300,000 is about the ballpark of what shows tend to lose following DBZ. But and, and that's what I'm saying, though. It, it really pisses me off that these people are just tuning in for Dragon Ball Z and then die and just leaving like it, it, it just it, it makes it confuses me to the point where I'm going, OK, what was the point of you watching it on the block then? So I don't know. I, I, I it's just it, it's to me, it's that is part of the problem. I think with the ratings, because we do have that issue where we have these Dragon Ball Z groupies. I don't want to say groupies. I would say more like zealots, uh, <laughs> zealots <laughs> watching the block that just, you know, just after they're done, they're like, Oh fuck the rest of tsunami. I'm going to go to bed. Like, I mean, one punch man, why there, there, there's no reason there should be that much of a drop off between Dragon Ball Z Kai and, and One Punch Man. To be fair, initially, there wasn't. There still shouldn't be. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, don't, I, mean, I won't I, deny that. I mean, but the worst drop off it's had is like in the middle of really tough competition. So right. I think I mean, it could potentially close that gap some, which is really impressive because like Kill a Kill never closed that gap. A comic kill never closed that gap. Dimension W never really did either. So the fact that One Punch Man can do that and even beat DBZ some weeks is dang impressive. Right. And all the while being a comedy. Yes. Well, no. It's, it's a satire. It's a comedy slash action. So, but ironic, but fine. But so when I say to you that I want the block to move back, it's because 
time after time after time over these two months, it, it seems like the ratings have just moved up. But it's also the fact that, you know, let's wait and see what happens with that first time slot. And then depending on what that is, move it back because, you know, I mean, I, I know I, when I say this, I know sketch and Darrell will be like, yes, please do this. But if Dragon Ball Z Kai is going to be no more after this, guess what goes to the midnight Jojo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, in that scenario, that makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Like that makes sense. But you know, if it's something you know, if it's something like Dragon Ball Z Kai, Boo Saga, or Dragon Ball Super, which again, I don't think that's even possible right now. You know, At I gotta wait. In the interim, it could just be Samurai Jack. Uh, I mean, I, I when DBZ Kai, if if DBZ Kai ends with the Cell Saga and that's that's it, they don't get Boo yet, then that would be pretty much right on time for Samurai Jack to lead off the block. Yeah. I mean, it would be, but it, from what we're hearing, it's not going to be until next year. So that, early that's going to be so next year. What you're looking at right now is Gundam IBO, and if we don't get Boo, it's going to be DBZ Kylie in the block. I roughly around that area. Right. So it's it, it really depends on what is going to play in that 11:30 time slot. If it's you know, that's that's my that's my determinant right now for if this block should get moved back or not, you know? Um, and I think that having like a Jojo, cause that's, that's one thing that we've all kind of talked about. Me and sketch, I think definitely have talked about is having like the new show at midnight and see how that does. I understand why they don't do that because, you know, like a bleach, for example, and after bleach left Dragon Ball Z Kai, you know, having that at midnight as the, you know, stable show there, you know, that has done wonders for the block and we don't definitely want to lose that. But I also would like to see the newest show at that time slot and see what happens because we never know. You never know. It, it would be act- nice of them to you know rotate the newest show into the top slot because before you really relied on Bleach right. to get the ne- to get the you know the new show ratings. But that was before they had Family Guy on Saturday. Now they have Family Guy on Saturday. They don't need anything after Family Guy before a new oh. show to get ratings. <laughs> well, and, and they should. And honestly, like, I I hate to say it, but I think that 1130 Family Guy did wonders for Toonami. You know? Yep. It did, it did a lot of good for Toonami. And that's one of those things where I sit there and I go, you know, that's... If, if I had to choose between having the block, having Family Guy at 1130, and then the block going back to what it was... Or to what it is now, I would choose what it was before, you know, because I think that lead-in was just so good for Toonami. Even with those those DBZ fans dropping off, we still were getting, um, let's see, we, I think it was Dimension W was still getting a million, and then I think Hunter Hunter was, did, did that come around when Dimension W yes. was not? Okay. Hunter That's Hunter the- was above a million for most of its time before Gundam was added. Exactly. Let me so, look. Let me look. Oh, take Colt's looking. So. Uh, oh, the data monkeys. You can always reference one, the charts. Epi- yeah, it's always one, reference. One episode two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> so, so cool. Episode, what what are your thoughts? I honestly, it had. I wouldn't say it's done bad. It never really improved. I've been saying it since the beginning. You weren't really gonna do better than eleven thirty family guy. 
So if it stays there, then they don't really need that much to maintain the time slots, and they're fine with it. If it moves back, you're going to have Fox Dumpster Diving helping out the block regardless. I don't really mind at this point, because Jason said it's an experiment. I, I just want to see the end result of all of this. I, right. I didn't like it to begin with, because what the hell beats Family Guy? Not a whole lot, really. Well, you know, and and Pretty I will say nothing, this, and that's not contested, right? Yeah. And 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 I will say this: like I wasn't, I don't usually because I think you said this about a couple weeks in. You had said this almost for like a month. I had said, you know, I said to you, I was like, well, let's give it a little bit more time, let this flush it out, and see what happens. And you know, we're two, we're down two months later, and it, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, it's obviously working for them, and they. Have, yeah, and, and that's haven't another point. heard anything with it. So honestly, at this point, to me, it's just, well, I mean, we're two months in. It we haven't heard hide nor tail of anything like this, unless you want to consider the streaming aspect to be a downside to what's going on. But I doubt that. Yeah, you know what? I was going to bring that up actually, and now that you mentioned that, um, but again, I mean, should it be moved back to midnight? I would think it would help to hold the ratings a bit more because again, Family Guy, you're going to have a better leading because. Usually at 11.30 from 11, Family Guy typically held, if in some cases, gained. And in the rare situations, usually that benefited the whole block anyways. But if they want to leave it at 11.30, fine, leave it there. I mean, so long as, you know, we're at least getting some new anime, I'll attempt to watch it with recent news. But right. I don't know what I'm doing at this point. I'm going <laughs> over to Sketch's house every weekend. Yeah, you could. You could. You guys live near each other. I um, would not necessarily be opposed to that. But um, I have a you choice. Know, Otherwise, it's hoist the sales, mateys. Speaking speaking of the stream, you know, it it, it does beg the question: Did well, they did, did they do this because and and the the block each week starts when they show the the previous block starting on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that begs the question: Are people, you know, are people waiting till that comes on the stream to watch it? And maybe that's why the ratings Not in droves, really. I mean, I don't know what they consider a lot of people watching that stream, but I've never seen more than like 150. And it's usually just like 100 or less. Well, and, and but see, that's the thing. Like, we do we actually see how many people that are? using? Yeah. It? Oh, yeah, you do. Really? Whenever it's the, live, you, you see the amount of people watching. There, the, there is a viewer count, but I'm wondering. I I would see that more of like a Twitch thing and not so much like an over the week thing, which I doubt we really get. Mm. I mean, my whole thing is over the course of that one week, including the rerun marathons, how efficient has it been? Honestly, probably not really all that beneficial, but it was still really effing nice to have the the, the that week's block being available within the first two to days or that Friday if you couldn't do it. Well, and, yeah. but that's that's what I'm trying to say is I think maybe. There's a thought process. I'm hoping yeah. that they're not doing this out of concern for ratings. Right. That, I, that I, that's seems what, that's kind of short-sighted. That's where I'm going with this because it, it just doesn't make sense that you go, oh, you know what? Even though this has been working out for people, you know what? Screw them. We're just going to do it from the four weeks before. And it's definitely like, not indication that Adult Swim is concerned about – like, it's not indication that Adult Swim is pulling back on Toonami at all. It's no. If anything, it's indication that they want it to do better. Yeah, and and that that's fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. It's just, you know, like, don't do that in the first place. 
so that people get be sit there and are expecting to tune in because now that you're starting to do this, people are going to tune in and be like, but I saw this block like several weeks ago. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's really only bullshit. useful to people who don't have cable at all and are willing to wait four weeks. I ain't willing to wait no four uh, weeks. I've heard some people. I've heard there's a there's a there's a majority of people, not a majority. There's there's a lot of people that don't have cable that do actually tune into the stream for stuff. So. Yeah, and that helps with know. trending. That helps with you know general awareness. Yeah. So. It definitely serves a purpose, and it's a shame that they feel like I mean, that they should get rid of it. It's also possible that the distributors were all like, you're doing what with our shows? No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't get to do that. What's your thoughts on this sketch? Uh, you, you mean the, the, the topic? The topic? Yeah. I want to hear what Darrell thinks first. Okay. <laughs> wow, everybody wants to hear what they're... No, seriously, like... You know, y'all done pretty much summed it up, man. It's, there really isn't too much I can say. Like, with the um, move back to the 12, like the midnight hour. What, what did you do more. to your mic? What did you do to your mic? You sound really sexy now. Don't jinx it. <laughs> See, Coke started talking and Danny shut up, you know, so. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, like, your mic is really good right now, so that's good. Um, that is good. Like. I mean, but, I pretty much summed it up. You know, I really don't have a whole lot to say. You know, moving back to the midnight hour, what's the point of doing that now? Okay. So here's my thought. One, Once again, we are focusing way, 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 way too much on whether or not a show gets over a million viewers. It's really not a parameter that needs to be consistent. It's it's fine. You know, if the show doesn't get a million viewers but it still gets a 0 0.4 or 0 0.5 with 18 to 49, that's good. That's really good. So it's it's not a concern at all when a show falls short of a million viewers at like the third slot but still gets a 0 0.5, that's freaking good. That's indication that the audience that they want to get are the ones tuning in, which is very important. Like that one week when One Punch Man did really, really well with 18 to 34, and you can only really see the 18 to 34 on Showbuzz Daily for just uh, just One Punch and Gundam because they're considered premieres, and there's some kind of whole bullshit with that. But uh, that that one week when it like dropped with 18 to 49, it stayed the same with 18 to 34. And it has dropped a bit since then with 18 to 34 because everything has dropped because all of cable is down because of the freaking Olympics and other sporting events. Wait a uh, minute, Olympics actually going on? Yeah, yeah, apparently. <laughs> so these are uncharacteristically low ratings. I mean, I was a little concerned when they changed up the block and they brought in Gundam because it, it didn't seem like... Uh, it, yeah, the ratings definitely didn't increase. They kind of stayed the same, which was not necessarily a bad thing, but it certainly wasn't a good thing. And when they brought in One Punch Man, it was like, oh, now things are clicking. People are tuning in more. This is great. This is this is gonna this is gonna work out. And now maybe it's kind of dialed back a little bit since the initial hype of One Punch Man has died down. But I think it's doing really well. All things considered, if you look at 
how well they do against the other shows on cable on Saturday, no question, Toonami's killing it. So right. even though they're not doing what they did last year, I don't yeah, think it's nothing. a problem at all. I think oh, they're doing really well, and... Nothing was going to be what happened yeah. last year. <laughs> I oh, mean, no, especially no. that you're one week Lord in Frieza August. Blesses with his appearance. You're, you're talking Lord Frieza blessed with his appearance, and everyone lost their shit. Yeah, last, last August was crazy. 600 and, yes. 580,000 loss from last year. It was like a 13% overall or something. <laughs> this is like, oh, I totally forgot that was this week. I'm going to yeah. enjoy this. And... <laughs> yep. Still did totally fine. It's just funny to see the. Well, see, and, and that's the thing too, sketches. I don't, I don't compare it to last year. Like, I that's that good. doesn't you even don't do that. Me. A lot of people do. I, I don't even take that into consideration because we're looking at. I look at what's going on currently. Like, you know, like some, like CJ was saying on Twitter, we should look at like a six month or year kind of thing. That's and I'm like, maybe excessive. I mean, yeah, obviously network should do that. But I feel like three to four months is definitely enough time. Two months is yeah. maybe a little not enough, but you you can get a decent pattern out of right. two months. And and also like I, what I'm saying to you is is I'm not saying that the ratings were bad at all. What I'm saying is is they just moved up. So you know instead of it, right? Like that's what but I'm if saying. There like, is I'm not no saying change. Why move it, back? It depends on what they're looking for. And yeah. given what I've seen, it's, yeah, they're not really expecting a whole lot. They don't, I could see it moving down, but. Here's the thing. Eh. Adult Swim could stand to do worse and still be number one. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's and true. if they're willing to kind of dial back on using Family Guy as a crutch, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, if, and, and if Family Guy is the only reason that Toonami is doing well, there's a problem. Oh, well. <laughs> I would honestly like to see one week where they just don't actually air the Family Guys before it and just air something else that's not like a Fox Dumpster Dive rerun and actually see what the ratings are. And I know that will never happen. Well, it would be interesting to see. I, I'm not like, saying, There's I... still two episodes of Family Guy on Saturday night before Toonami. Right. And if there isn't heavy competition at 10.30... It usually is fine. If there is heavy competition at 10.30, that affects everything. The reason why Family Guy at 11.30 is such a good thing is because it's a low competition time slot compared to 10.30 and 11. So more people are going to watch Family Guy there, and that will draw more people to Toonami. But if all of that strength is basically because of Family Guy, then Toonami's never going to accomplish jack shit. <laughs> and if you're content with Toonami just kind of existing... That's fine, but I'd rather see Toonami, you know, kind of grow and do things like make a Samurai Jack season, make Fully Cookie yeah. seasons two and three, and have a good time slot to premiere them. If they have to premiere those after midnight, that's a dang shame, man. Well, and, and that's what that's kind of what I was saying, sketches. I don't know what Adult Swim considers the eleven thirty. What are they looking for? Maybe not Adult Swim. What I'm trying, what I'm targeting more is Turner, because the thing is, is as we've seen, as as I alluded to, almost two years. They're ago, letting worse ratings happen on Friday every week. Well, so, I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, if they're if they're fine with that, doing what it is at the time slots that it's at now, I mean, fine, keep it up. But of course, yeah, exactly. But if if 
We're in no you know, danger of losing Tsunami. Oh, no. So no. why not just leave it where it is? If it mm-hmm. doesn't do as well as it could at midnight, bummer. But isn't giving people more of an opportunity to actually watch these shows more important than yeah. getting good ratings? Just putting that out. Now, wouldn't getting people to watch it equal the ratings in the first place? Not necessarily. <laughs> it, okay, sure. I see I mean, how that may seem counterintuitive, but it's just a matter of... Ratings. It's just a lower competition time slot after midnight. Well, yeah. I, I mean, after... Heck, I, I, I would even say 11, there's not really a whole lot there. It's like... When, I, when does SNL start? I don't even know. Uh, uh September-ish. Well, what time? Yeah. I should say. Oh, it starts at eleven thirty. Yes. Okay, yeah, it so starts there. at eleven thirty. Oh, Later than I figured, but yeah. So then, yeah, it would be an interesting competition to play. But I mean, I, I mean, outside of that, the only things I can ever think of were like late night college football and UFC. Yeah, well, and Fox... those only happen every now and then. in the fall. Fox so, tried their hand at not that at big thirty. And it didn't really work out for them, so. <laughs> well, at, at, at least they tried doing something with animation. I'll give them that much. So, but you know, like like I said, like if if this were to happen, like my thing is is, it's got to be it's got to be, it has to come around whatever. A if Turner doesn't care about it, because face it, it's it's the parent company that cares about the ratings. Because um, Adult Swim would love to just put their shows wherever they wanted to. Um, but also I think, you know, it also depends on what's going on with Dragon Ball Z Kai. We still don't know, you know, and that's, it's, I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of annoying at this point. Cause it's just like, yeah, I'm kind of thinking <laughs> there's two things is going to happen. Either it doesn't air or it's going to air and they're not going to make a big deal about it. It's just gonna be like more DBZ. What a surprise. Well, <laughs> but people not- are going to be like, but we didn't even know they had this. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why didn't you say something, Funimation? And Funimation's all like, mm. <laughs> man, so people were freaking out when uh, Otakon happened and their announcements did not involve anything DBC. I honestly think I, I'm I'm gonna say it right now. If they're gonna announce something, it's gonna be at New York Comic Con. I, I I feel like there's something there. Hmm. They, they did a Dragon Ball panel last year. They do they a Dragon do Ball panel everywhere. Yeah, so I mean, if they if they do one this year at New York Comic Con, I almost get the, I, I get the feeling that you know we may get something big, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Like the crane. It, it's possible. <laughs> so my mindset is, it's good that Toonami has eleven thirty, and let's try to keep it as long as we can. <laughs> I agree. If that means just. Using the strength of DBZ for now, fine. But I definitely would have loved to see One Punch Man at 11.30 because it would just be so perfect between Family Guy and DBZ. It's just the right show for that. Unfortunately, it only lasts 12 weeks, so unless they were going to throw JoJo on right after, or theoretically Samurai Jack when that was you know not behind... Yeah, it, it's they got to think long term here. They can't think just yeah. short term. And a short term burst of having One Punch Man at eleven thirty, yeah, I mean it might have done well and for a time, but then got to go back to DBZ, I guess. Uh, right. They don't like to change up their yep. schedule that often, so 
that's probably one of the main reasons why they keep DBZ there. Because I feel DBZ serves the purpose of being the family guy of Toonami. Being that it's show that's always Drag them all going to get in. people watching regardless. But... And just like Peter Griffin, Goku sucks as a father. Oh, <laughs> that's the truth. But because they have actual Family Guy before Toonami, they don't really need DBZ to lead into other shows. It would be more effective if they put DBZ second so that they could sandwich a new show with Family Guy and DBZ. That just makes perfect sense to me. Like when they had Attack on Titan before Bleach and when they had Space Dandy before Bleach. Makes perfect sense to me. Well, I think we've mined this topic enough. Yeah. So my statement is, don't move it. Ride it out. It may get a little rough, but I don't think they're that concerned, honestly. I think that they're going to stick with it because there's greater potential. And you don't get people to instantly come to a time slot without a particular show that really draws in, like, Attack on Titan. So I think, and even then, that was the second show to air at 11.30, after Space Dandy kind of warmed up the audience. So going right. back to 11.30, it was going to take a little time to get people on board with that. And I do believe over time it will do better. But it, it's just a matter of staying stable there and not moving things around arbitrarily. Right. Right. Which I think is what they're trying to do so that when they get shows that are worthy of airing ahead of DBZ, they can. Or if they lose DBZ, they can, you know, do whatever they have to. Right. Well, I think that is it for our topic. I'm going to do something real quick, too. Because, well, there's a certain con that's coming up next week, starting, I believe, on Friday as well. So we're a week away. I'm going to try to call in Patrick here. And he can uh, talk about what's going on. So hopefully he'll uh, come on here. Oh. Oh, we so gonna... are we going to talk about LaBoo Girl? <laughs> awesome! So going to talk about LaBoo Girl. Maybe so, not. You know, um, so basically next week uh, is a KaiCon. I think that's Patrick. Hello, Patrick. Are you there? Can you hear me? I can. No. Welcome. You're live. <laughs> what's up nothing much so what's next week there's a certain next, con next week yeah there is the con next week <clears throat> my voice is a little scratchy so please i apologize for that but Darrell, um, what'd you do to drinking Darrell, what'd you do to the poor man hey, you don't want to know all right you have the floor patrick make it good right. uh next week is a kai con in Nashville, Tennessee, August 26th through the 28th at the Sheridan Music City Hotel in Nashville. Um, they have voice actors, let's see, Dan Green, Eric Stewart, J. Michael Tatum. J. Michael Austin, Tatum? Yeah, Tatum, Austin Teetle, and Tara Sands. So lots of good voice actors there. And... Um, Tons and tons and tons, countless of events, uh, voice actor, vo- uh, voice actor panels, 
Um, we but, have. But but which one is the most important panel? Or not panel? Um, it's is it is it is it the the, po- the pokey chart that's happening on Sunday? <laughs> no, no. Go to the corner right now. <laughs> yeah, go to the corner. <laughs> See, that's uh, like human resources being right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> way, to, way to set yourself up like that, Pat. <laughs> Um, it is the Toonami Faithful Viewing Party event, which takes place on Saturday night from 10 p.m. Central Time, 11 Eastern Time, until 2 a.m. Central Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time? Eastern Time, yes, sir. So. And uh, so it's sold out, isn't it? It is sold out, yes. We sold 23 tickets. Awesome. And we will be giving away two tickets Saturday during the convention. And uh, all the voice actors are going to be there? Actresses? I'm, I'm, I don't have a confirmation on who is coming yet. Um, my, my contact is still trying to figure that out. Um, I know that some of the um, like professional uh, cosplayers will probably be there. Um, and we have lots of um, cool stuff planned. We have... Um, about four or five different giveaways that we'll be doing like randomly throughout the night of different um, autographs and and um, a pass to the 2017 Akai Con um, and then have trivia and stuff so mm. of course and of course we'll be um, showing Toonami on two screens as well so well isn't this exciting <laughs> Hopefully. <clears throat> so and uh, yeah, I sent Patrick a shirt, so now he can't. Now he has no excuse. No excuse. Yes. The winner of uh, the wh- whoever wins the the trivia contest that night will receive a Tony Faithful Podcast T-shirt. So. Yeah, me and Darrell come up with that trivia at some point. Let's hope so. It's nine times out of ten, me and Darrell's going to do all the work. Probably. <laughs> See, hey, I'm busy, man. Like I ain't busy. I got a life too. <laughs> what you trying to say? You you watch too much La Blue Girl. <laughs> Look at dude. Just because I have a deep fun is in love with La Blue Girl. Let's awesome. wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you you have the La Blue Girl and you have a large cabinet of booze. Um, let me put two and two together. Let's see what happens. <laughs> That's a hell of a night. I yeah, mean, exactly. I, <laughs> I, mean, I do have a large cabinet of booze, so you can't fault him on that, though. Well. <laughs> All right, so if you guys are going to a KaiCon, look forward to that. Um, if you guys didn't get into the party, sorry, but you had your chance. <laughs> um, we'll prob- we'll, we'll, hopefully, we'll be doing this every year. Um, hopefully. As long as we're on the air. <laughs> so, uh, men, maybe you'll see me down there one of these times when I actually have money. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, so let's get on out of here. And by the way, uh, AkaiCon is our sponsor, if you guys haven't noticed that. So uh, thank you to them for sponsoring. Uh, we do love it when uh, they sponsor us because, you know, it's awesome to have a con sponsor you. So, and I'm trying to get us a little bit more con coverage as well. So we'll see. We'll see what other cons come up to us and uh, help us out. So, but uh, yeah, so let's uh, get on out of here. Uh, our email is podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Please make sure that if you guys 
want to tell us anything about the podcast, how we're doing, give us your talk back. You can do it there. It's podcast at tsunamifaithful.com is the email. Uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Please do rate us there. We do, you know, the better the rating, the more people we hopefully will get. Um, and, you know, if you don't, if you can't use SoundCloud or iTunes, Stitcher is a good thing to do. Uh, we would like to see a lot more people on Stitcher. So, uh, and, and of course, if you guys can't find us on those, just type in in the search Tsunami Faithful Podcast and it should come up for you. Uh, and of course, we have a SoundCloud. It's soundcloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can uh, follow the podcast there, which we want you to do because that is the main hub of the podcast. Uh, you can download the podcast there as well. So if you can't do it on any of those, you can do it there. Um, and you could comment there as well. So, and we, we would love for you guys to do that. Um, and also share the podcast from there as well, too. You know, even if you guys can't donate to us or help us out that way, just sharing the podcast helps. Trust me, it does go a long way and it does help us. So please do that if you can. Uh, like us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And as always, you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's Tsunami Faithful Official.tumblr.com. And if you've missed any of the episodes of the podcast, you can go to podcast.tsunamifaithful.com and listen to them there. Uh, most of our exclusives are also there as well. As I've always said, a lot of the new ones, all of the new ones will be up on tsunamifaithful.com, the main site. So. And as I alluded to, if you want to donate to us, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash tsunamifaithfulpodcast. Uh, that gives you guys an opportunity to come on and, you know, do the podcast with us in some cases. So if you guys want to do that, go to our Patreon. Or if you just want to donate to us, please do. It's patreon.com slash tsunamifaithfulpodcast. And if you want one of our wonderful shirts, uh, go to redbubble.com. Uh, search for Tsunami Faithful Podcast, and the shirt should come up. Uh, I think you can get sweaters and uh, everything, it seems like, on there for the Toonami Faithful Podcast stuff. So if you want a shirt or one of those, just, again, it's redbubble.com and uh, just search for Toonami Faithful Podcast. All right, so. It's Don't worry, to... ladies. Toonami Faithful Podcast bongs coming soon. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think you were going to say that? Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> So, Patrick, where can yes. they find you for uh, all the con coverage, of course? Uh, they can find me on Twitter. Um, it's at PMFarmer10. And I'll be posting there and on the uh, Tsunami Faithful Instagram. Okay. And uh, Colt, where can they find you, sir? On Twitter, at AmbienVirus. And that's all I have. I'm disappointed in you. I know you are. <laughs> no, but I'm disappointed. No bananas. Monkey, want a banana? No. <laughs> and Jarrell, where can they find you? Oh, man, you can find me at the local bar in a few minutes. Oh, no, <laughs> seriously, you can find me at Ukami underscore. Ukami. See, he's already so, drunk, folks. See? Yeah, Ukami's. Ukami's? Ukami? No, shut up, man. <laughs> you know what time it is? Adventure uh, time? No. Time. <laughs> it's booze time, but no, seriously, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter.com. You can also follow me on the Seahawro Adanasi at twitter.com. Also, if you want to send me any evil emails, you can do that at the rail maddox at tunamifable.com. And also, you can ask me questions on the Ask FM, which is ukami75 backslash 
Dot ask if anyone will have it. supposed to go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey Paul. I Paul, I need a, a, a Tsunami Faithful email. You need a Tsunami Faithful email? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Darrell's going to have to put you through the, the You think ratings. we just give those out like candy? I mean, I mean, I just got my cherry popped on the podcast, so I can... Uh, no, 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 no. You didn't... No, 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 no. You got to oh. get that through the human resources. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare for your first meeting. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Darrell will show you some southern hospitality. In my basement. wait. In your basement. <laughs> hey, that's where Jose went for his recent vacation. Anyways, Sketch, um, <laughs> where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash sketch1984. If you have any questions or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to either of the emails sketch at tsunamifaithful.com or podcast at tsunamifaithful.com and Paul where can they find you you can find me on twitter at Paul Pascrillo you can find me on instagram it's instagram dot it's instagram dot com slash Paul Pascrillo and you can of course ask me questions it's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo so that's where you can find me no you can't add me on facebook don't try <laughs> Because I've, I've had, some, I, I've, I've had some of you do it, and I'm just like, okay, you can come on. You can, <laughs> you can come on. Because my Facebook's Nobody private. wants to follow your ugly mug on Facebook. Dude, I don't even, even like you being on my Facebook, man. You don't even use Facebook, Sketch. Come on now. Yeah, anyway. I, I pretty much don't. <laughs> I mean, dude, look at the stuff I'm subjected to when I even look at your Facebook, man. <laughs> look at the stuff I'm subjected to. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. Bullshit. My Facebook page. <laughs> That's some bullshit right there. I don't my, know what you're talking about. My Facebook is, my Facebook is clean in <laughs> comparison to your asses. Sometimes I see some of that stuff, I'm like, man, I don't know Darrell. <laughs> <laughs> this does yeah, not look I'm good proud. on uh, tsunamifaithful.com as a company. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I toned it down a whole lot, dude. Yes, he did. He did tone it down. So. I mean, how many people you've seen me roast on the friggin' Facebook lately? Not too many. Usually, <laughs> yeah, that goes back and forth, and everybody like gets popcorn and starts watching. What is Jerome and Paul gonna say at this time? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we, we should make people pay for that, too, by the way. Anyway, so that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you guys for listening each and every week. And we do this for you guys, so please continue listening. I do it for the booze. Well, some of us do it for the booze, I guess. But I do it for the bitches, obviously. <laughs> that is a good-ass sketch. You mean fine. Um, so that's it for this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Deuces! We're the same time, degeneration, we don't know.